So, last time, you guys discussed in length about Gary's doomedness and Gary's then, problems. Yes. And then... Which ones? You, I have many problems. <laughs> and then you got abducted into a spaceship run by a basically godlike being who calls himself the host who hosts an intergalactic blood sport TV show in which you guys have been also graciously drafted into but you it's okay you guys have a coach who's done this before it's the silver skeleton it's fine you'll all be skull, right? fine no skeleton I've been calling him the skull this whole time yes I'm aware I've also been calling him the Silver Skull, but on purpose. Huh. You guys then participated in a race against... I, I believe I said the upper team limit was like 60 teams, and only the top 12 got to progress. And congratulations, you managed to survive. Otherwise, that would have been the end of the podcast. Yeah, and along with every the other 11 teams, and everybody else got immolated. Not so much immolated as atomized. Hey. I don't think you understand how hot the core of the sun, of any given sun, is. <laughs> the important thing is they're dead for real. Yes. Anyway, I'm hungover. Yeah, you guys kind of partied with the other... 11 teams that managed to survive and you wake up the next morning and Gary, congratulations, you have your first hangover. Oh, this is shit. <sighs> wakey, wakey, morning glory. Why did you follow me around with drinks? <laughs> because it's that? funny. <laughs> You're the worst friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. A thought occurred to me during your sleep cycle. If we are able to free ourselves with a single wish, this entity appears to be powerful enough to potentially solve or at least alleviate the L.A. problem. It's occurred to me, yeah. I doubt he'll let you all go with a single wish, though. He's not really big into the altruism thing. What if we wish that he did? That would be wishing for more wishes, which I'm pretty sure he would instantly tear you apart atom by atom for. At least it wouldn't hurt. I feel like it would be prudent to wait for the rules for the wishes to be presented before making assumptions about their limitations. What if we wish he was a nicer person? Then he will smile as he slaughters you. Uh, you know, mm. I had a thought as well. Um, I had many thoughts while I was drunk. I definitely believe you. <laughs> uh, the thing is, there's a reason why he chose us and why he chose... The well, he knows the skeletons. Um, he's probably been watching us for a while to pick us as a unit, as a team, which means he knows what we're capable of. So I'm not convinced holding holding back what he knows we can do is the, the best option. I thought 
we were holding back for the audience, not for him. The dog has it. In addition, the nature of the race changed multiple times due to our actions attempting to circumvent it. Come on, man. You've seen anime. You never lead with your strongest shit. I'm just... I'm just thinking he's gonna do more shit to draw it out of us. Oh, of course he is. That's the entire point, to drive you to your limit. But you want to hold back so that way the challenges don't get harder earlier. If they get harder earlier, then eventually we'll run into a wall which we cannot pass, at which point we no longer exist. And I don't know about you, but I enjoy existing quite a lot. I'm fond of it. I do not enjoy existing. However, I find it useful. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like 2020 mood. <laughs> well, that's the name of this episode. No, it's not. It is now. It can't be alliterative, so... More to the point, yeah, we need to get out of here so we can work on the larger threat anyway. Because I'm good. <laughs> I'm not even sure there's any hope for me. Honestly, given what I told you. Why don't you maybe go get some coffee before you start talking like that? I know. Do you think there's hope for us? I think Fuck that off. if you pretend that there is no hope, then there will be no option to succeed. I mean, at the very least, I want to see where this goes. Well, that's two yeses. <laughs> <laughs> two yeses and a fuck off. <sighs> Excellent. All right, well, I walk off and mark two potential. Um, How do you mark two potential from that? That's my team move, baby. I, oh. <laughs> that's why I told them to fuck off. I ask if, there's, if they honestly think there's hope for me. I think you only get one potential. Oh, wait, no, because it is, yeah, per use. Yeah, so you only get the one potential, my man. Yeah, well, I get one potential and one doom track. Thanks, cat. <laughs> that fuck off was out of character. In character, I refuse to answer. No, too late. Too late. There we go. We've done that. All right. So I'm going to get some tea. All right, so you go out there and, you know, the spread is still there. None of the food seems to have deteriorated in any way, and it's still lime, Gary. nice and fresh. Fresh? Do you guys miss lime, Gary? No. He I'm talking weird. to you. You're getting tea. I can hear you in my head. Why? Good question. And you see a couple more of the aliens that you saw last night. I actually have a bunch that I have a, a handout in the handout section. You see some that are just like. They look like floating eyeballs. The, the, they're like the size of a baseball, but they're just floating eyes. And then they move over to some food. And then like the middle part of them just sort of splits open. And inside is just like rows upon rows of nasty teeth. And they just like piranha eat some of this like fucking weird ass food that is probably from their planet. Ah, team 22. I approach the Daft Punk robots and go flesh bags, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> the name tab is actually describing Team 33. Oh. Yeah. You seem to love things with a lot of teeth. Anyway, I'm going to stare at Team 23. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you're going to stare, please roll me take a powerful blow. 
All for right. people at home, you have no idea how to describe this mass of tentacles other than Lovecraftian. Maybe not a great idea to look at them for too long. Well, I stare them right down. Fuck off. <laughs> for a second, you think you hear really awful dissonant whispers in your brain, but then you realize you're too stupid to understand what they're trying to tell you to do. I'm going to go up and talk to them. They don't talk back. Remember, they don't have translators here. Yes. Oh, well, these Lovecraftian monsters are real dicks. <laughs> Is anybody else going to come in and enjoy breakfast? Basically, I tell Silver Skeleton to sit tight. I'll be right back. Because I have a thing I need to do with him. Okay, he shrugs. Let me go grab a Danish or something and investigate Team 14. So you guys, um... Ever buzz a little blue planet, a uh, third one around its sun, uh, medium-class uh, red star, uh, spiral arm of the Milky Way, pick up some cows, yokels, fuck around with corn. They just look at you and blink because they have no idea what you're saying. Uh, habla espanol. Si, <laughs> <laughs> senor, si. No, no. Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Parlez vous français. I just remembered that I canonically should know French, so. Uh, for the record, Team 14, straight up greys. But seriously now, I will attempt to approach the Daft Punk robots and attempt to open a line of communication using the universal robotic language of binary. As soon as we establish some mathematical formulas, we can work on uh, symbolic language. Oh, yeah, there you go. Go ahead and roll me Unleash Your Powers to try and do this with them, try and get them to interface properly. Binary is the greatest superpower. <laughs> Mark and Conditioner, I will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I don't think that really works. <laughs> they only have the concept of one, not zero. <laughs> No, their binary, for some reason, has two in there. Well, unstable or temporary would be like they have cultural concepts that don't translate over no matter how good your ciphers get. Yeah, this is true. If you want to play it that way, Bobbin. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, you can talk to them a little bit, and uh, they're they're not going to get too friendly because, after all, they're in it to win and not to oh, make friends. Oh, we're all robots here. I yeah. wasn't expecting friendliness. Yeah. Now, they're like that um they're like that one race in Star Trek where basically they're constantly referencing old stories but you've heard none of them so it all goes over your head. Oh, that was such a good episode. That was such Look a good episode. Nemi. But essentially all I'm trying to communicate here is if we are able to coordinate, it will raise our chances of reaching the final rounds. Roll me provoke someone but at a minus 1. Because the, and the only reason it's a minus one is because you got a partial success. Seven. They will stumble, and uh, you will get a plus one forward against them later on. So I'll keep. I will put that down in the turn tracker just so that way you remember it. Well, in the spirit of the agreement, can we say that the plus one forward will apply when I try to do something near them? Yes. Yes. I really want these dudes to, like, as soon as Nikolai leaves, they turn to each other and just, like, in an auto-tuned voice, one of them says, what a weird dude. 
<laughs> anyway, switch. Alright, so I'm gonna go get that I'm gonna go get a tin of that paste that Silver eats. Mm-hmm. It's, it is breakfast time. I think they call it glue. No, I don't think it's glue. I don't think he's attempting to glue his digestive tract shut. Is it baby food? Like Robocop? It basically is, yeah. You don't know this at, in character, but out of character, yeah, he basically just eats baby food. Well, hopefully that, not actual baby food. That stuff's yeah. gross. Yeah. I'm a... Uh... Get a tin of the food that he eats and load up a little bit for myself and then head back to the room. And once I get in, I say, all right, so, Shisho, I need something from you. Because if we're going to be in combat or otherwise problematic situations together, I'm going to be needing to, like, interact with you with my powers. And I know you can't turn your thing off, so what I need to know is, what's your radius? Personal. That's all. That's all. Okay. And I will actually test that by swapping his little tin of food, like, right in front of him. Yeah, it goes right in front of him. It's not touching him. It It's like maybe just a couple centimeters away, but you get the feeling that, you know, I, I would say that he would have told you, like, even though it's personal, like it, it, it's not like just contact. There is a smallest amount of radius outside of it. So it's like maybe a few millimeters, but you get it about as close as you can possibly get without suffering a giant headache. He will take the paste, and uh, if nobody else is in the room, well, he'll he'll allow it for Nikolai because Nikolai literally would not be able to vomit. But um, you don't know what robots can do. <laughs> I know what Nikolai can do. I'm also incapable of being disgusted. Yeah, he's capable of being disgusted. So he'll and take. Yeah, he still vomits. He'll take the helmet off, and you know, flip a little tap up, and just like sort of start drinking what is essentially more more tasty and more nutritious baby food. Well, just have a quick meal together. Then I don't know what he wants to do with the rest of his pre-event morning, but after that, I'll chill with the rest of my team. All right. Oh, okay, if you guys want to have a team moment together again real quick, then I will not move it forward immediately. Hey, Robin, I tried to ask those greys if they had been by Earth, but they just pretended not to understand me. <laughs> You're certain they were pretending? Uh, I mean, uh, not certain, but come on, they look exactly like greys. What are the odds of that happening? Given how big the universe is, probably pretty good. Hey, Felix, check out those cool tentacle dudes. <laughs> I'm enough of your fetishes. <laughs> They're real. They're real and over in the corner. They are, in fact, the creatures known as gray aliens. Their species was the first to contact humanity in 1949. Thank you. See? They were just being jerks. 
Yeah, uh, we all we'd all know and love the grey aliens, and if you'd paid attention in school, you'd know and love them too. Their language is different from ours, and if they do not have universal translators, they would not necessarily know how to communicate in an Earth tongue. They only speak uh, Icelandic. <laughs> Finish. So, Colin, what nonsense mm-hmm. is being thrust upon us today? All right. So, uh, have at- you not been here for the past uh, half an hour, twenty minutes, something like that? Yeah. So, as you are finishing up your breakfasts, there is a sound that announces and uh, goes, "Attention, players! The next event is happening in five minutes. Get prepared because you're being transported there, whether you like it or not." Oh, it's finally time. I hand switched the burger I put in my hood last time. Thank what? you. I will treasure this always. <laughs> it is still warm and still good. It doesn't have any fucking lint on it or anything. Well, why would it? It's a new hood. Why do I? It's a new. You were trying to take the rocks. So I figured you wanted a snack. I ate already, but thanks. I will. Pass this down through the ages of my I family. believe Megalad intends you to use it as a switching device. Do you guys got breakfast burgers over there? For some reason, they do have McMuffins. Now, breakfast burgers, man. In addition, you can disassemble the burger and turn it into several switching devices. Is that a sesame seed bun? That's like how a full day is switching right there. I don't, I don't think Switch would want to hold like the patty that's been covered in ketchup directly I think I'm pretty sure they'd want to hold the whole thing just that solid burg a complete burgie five minutes have passed <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say that the that I spend the entirety of those five minutes staring at the burger in confusion <laughs> but you're still you're taking it with you right actually when you are instantly swapped the burger is no longer in your hand oh <gasps> No! Okay, guys, we have a new mission. We have to rescue the burger. (laughs) Damn burger! So, you guys are all standing on an asteroid in an asteroid field with a partially destroyed planet that you can see in the distance. And you see, like, a slightly opaque image of of the host just appear in... I guess sky is the wrong term, but it appears above you. And he says, there are 11 items here that the teams must find. Whoever doesn't find an item doesn't get to keep going. I'll leave you to your imagination on what that means. Also, don't worry if you can't breathe in space. I've allowed that to happen for everybody this time. Personal atmospheres, gotta love it, right? I, I, I do love being able to breathe, though. He, he's right about that. <laughs> Look, I just have one question for the host. What did he do with our burger? It's still in the room. It's mine now. Nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, you're actually, allergic to burgers. Actually, yes. You say, what What did you do with our burger? You just see the, the image in the sky, just lift up a burger and take a bite comics all say you're allergic to burgers. 
I wiped my I wiped all my allergies away from myself millennia ago. My God, it's <laughs> unstoppable now. We will have our best chance of success by splitting up and searching independently. Do any of you require assistance to move around throughout the asteroid field? I probably will. Then I will assist you. All right, and then again, a big countdown happens, but it's not as long this time. And uh, three, two, one, go. By the way, do we have our personal communicators? Yeah, you'll be allowed to have those. Our personal communicators cool. are literally just zero, but very small. No, no, it's uh, it's technology that was derived from my nanites, but are supplied by Clockwork Futures. Oh, I miss having you in my ear. Noted. All right, so since we weren't actually told what we're looking for at all, I'm just going to pick a random direction and swap with a small meteor. All right. I T-pose to the left. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll use my hard light kind of grappling hook things that I do and just like fling myself in the direction of another asteroid. All right. I gather silver skeleton up and start stretching off in the direction that the others have not gone. Alright, so since you're all splitting up and I didn't plan for that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You want me to ruin this session? No, it's fine. You're fine. I'm going to say that at least some of the other teams also probably went, we should probably split up, cover more ground that way. And we are still all in communication. Yeah. And I've got my visor, which everybody has got one of my little radioactive rocks, so I know where everyone is. Mm-hmm. And hey, look at this. Look at it this way. You're all on the same exact page because none of the other teams know what they're looking for either. They just know that something unique in this asteroid belt must be there for them to gather and in order to continue. So we should be getting our team now, right? Yes, actually, yes. I I completely forgot that last time. Also, by the way, do we even have a leader? And it's fine. We didn't. We also forgot to spend team. Yeah. Uh, so we start with one, and then you just get another two for starting this. Who's the leader? I kind of feel like we maybe don't have a leader right now, considering we all just split up and went separate directions. Whose idea was it to split up? That was mine. Then Nikolai is the leader, because he took the initiative to come up with a plan. I mean, if anyone's going to figure out how to find these, it's going to be the living computer. All right, so do you have influence over every teammate? I do. Okay. Assuming uh, Silver Skeleton doesn't count? Uh, no, he will not count for this. You have the same purpose in this, so to fucking find whatever and continue on. Does anybody mistrust the leader of the team? Nope. No. How do you mention it? <laughs> and if you're ill-prepared or off-balance, remove a team. I'd say that you were expecting something, because like you're, you guys know you're in like fucking space ninja games. So yeah, you that doesn't count. I'll say you're not sufficiently off-balance. Right. We are expecting some shit. 
you were expecting some shit, so therefore you are fine, and I am not taking away a team for that. So y'all have five team to spend. Who wants to go first? I spoke up about acting first, so I'll take first go. Okay, so Switch, what would you like to do? I mean, I'm literally just going to be shooting myself around at random until I find something that looks interesting. Okay. At the very worst, I'm going to find another team and see if I can't follow them around. Yeah, actually, so go ahead and roll me assess the situation. All right. I am theoretically pretty good at that. Pretty good at that. Yeah, you got an 11. So you can ask two. All right, who here is most vulnerable to me? Hmm, that's a good question. Let me pull up the team list real quick, so that way I can just double check them. Probably Team 4 is going to be the most vulnerable to you, because Team 4 are essentially people-sized falcons. They're not falcon people, they're just regular-ass birds, but the size of people. And as a result, they probably don't have a lot of ranged options. So swapping them out from not attacking you is probably going to be pretty easy. Uh, Alright, so my plan is basically to follow them and hope that they find a goodie and then steal the goodie. Okay, so go ahead and roll me... What would a good stealth stat be? Superior? Yeah, you're making people do what you want. Yeah. Not notice you. Yeah. It's 12. It's a 12. Alright, yeah, they... 100% don't notice you as you follow them along on your stealth mission. So, who wants to go next? I will analyze the surroundings for anomalous readings and tell Silver Skeleton to keep your eyes open. Alright, so uh, go ahead and roll me assess the situation then. Indeed. That's another 11, so uh, go ahead and ask two questions. How could we best end this quickly? I mean, the only real way to end this quickly is to find the goodie that you aren't aware of what it even is and collect it before another team does. What here can I use to identify the goodie? (laughs) You assume that the goodie will probably be very distinct from an asteroid somehow. Now, that being said, it might be inside an asteroid or, you know, partially obscured by it, but there's at least 11 of them, so maybe one of them is hidden out in plain view. I will begin grabbing the separate asteroids and smashing them together. My robot strength is sufficient to shatter them on impact, and my robot senses allow me to analyze the debris and quickly move on. All right. So go ahead and roll me Unleash Your Powers for the latter one, because, you know, sometimes... Well, okay, never mind then. (laughs) I was going to say sometimes shit goes wrong, but apparently your shit does not go wrong. Not today. Like the one time something starts floating towards you, the Silver Skeleton just jumps up and just punches it out of the way. All right. So then, who wants to go next? Hi. Hi. Okay, guys, how cheap do you want to make this? It's up to you. I'm going to have a vision. (laughs) Okay. 
I got a choice of two questions that I thought of for this one because I get to ask the GM a question and they have to answer it honestly. Okay. I'm gonna go with the slightly less cheap question. I feel. What are we looking for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other question was gonna be where is the object I am looking for? Thank you for not asking that one. <laughs> I do deeply appreciate you just not completely ruining everything I had planned for the day in like 20 minutes and be like well okay I guess we're done <laughs> I do need to leave early after all <laughs> you don't need to leave that early <laughs> sorry it's this power I got it's very useful <laughs> so what you're looking for is a diamond shaped crystal okay so what color would it be I think I'd sort of get a vision, a visual vision of what we're looking oh, for. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Like, it is sort of like it's it's a, since it's a diamond, like it's a standard diamond, it's kind of opaque and clear. So from far away, it might actually just look like a star. Okay, I guess I'll start looking at things that look like stars then. Well, you see the stars. All right. So are are you specifically saying that it is a diamond as in the carbon matrix. Yes. Okay. Then upon hearing Megalad's update, I will start analyzing the uh, refractive properties of the objects around us. All right. This is I'm telling the rest of the team. <laughs> I assume... No, I'm telling the rest of the team. I, I was about to say it. I assume you would want to win. Yes, I want to win. <laughs> also... The diamond is about roughly the size of a, your forearm. So it's pretty honking big. And there's like 11 of these. Okay. We're looking for a big diamond. Might look like a star, so possibly some of us need to fan out to sort of the edges. Like, like where the where you'd like be more likely to see stars. Okay. Uh, I want to make a big flash of light and then look for what reflects back. All right. The silver skeleton. <laughs> Actually, depending on how he rolls, go ahead and roll me. Do you have advanced moves yet or adult moves? No, not yet. Okay. Then go ahead and roll me unleash your powers because I would say that this is a, like you're doing one that's bigger than you've ever done before. Sure. And for a purpose, you've never used it before. Well, I've done flash bangs. Yeah, but not flash echoes. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. So, you do your big sunbeam power, and you do see a couple of reflections. However, I kind of wanted to make these events done in a way that you could eliminate certain teams that you didn't want to progress. So... What team would you like to have noticed that? I hate the floating eyeballs. You hate the floating eyeballs. But the worm team. Alright. What about the worm team? Uh, hold on. I need, I have a... Kalon's made too many bug teams. I have an image of... bugs? So, that... Uh, for those of you who want to know what the worm team looks like, just look up Saturn's Bars by Gorillas, the music video, and there's a fucking worm that attacks Noodle, and uh, that that that's essentially what I was going for. All right, that's yeah, 
with the visual, I gotta say the uh, the worms. I changed my vote to the worms. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I am going to roll two d six. I know I usually don't have to roll, but I want to see eight. So you won't get their full team, but you're also not only getting one of them. So like three of their five start swimming question mark their way through space to you to engage okay i feel like i have way better directional control seeing as i am able to you know use my my powers to move from point to point so what i want to do is grab on with the light you know grapple thing that Mm -hmm. i do to one asteroid and then get another asteroid and just use one of those as a fixed point to fling the asteroid at the worm people. Alright, go ahead and roll me directly engage a threat. We'll do this. Yeah, that's an eight, so which one do you want? Uh, let's see. Well, we're not around for you to provide opportunities, so... Yeah. Don't bother with that one. Yeah, let's just resist or avoid their blows. Alright, so... You fling this asteroid at them, and it hits one of the three. So you're you're down one opponent, and like they try to wrap themselves around you. But like you said, you're more maneuverable than they are in this situation. So you manage to avoid being wrapped up around them. So while that is happening to you, switch. You're following the Falcon people, and you've been informed of what the goodie is. So what do you do? I mean... I'm going to stick to the plan. I don't have the ability to crack asteroids open. I don't have enhanced senses. Okay. I'm going to do the thing that I'm good at, which is stealing. Valid. That is valid. All right. So roll me another superior just to stay hidden because it's taking the Falcon people a while to find one of the things. Twelve. Yeah. Like, anytime they turn around to see if anybody's following them, like, you swap yourself with, like, the tiniest little rock that you can find, and, like, you're behind an asteroid, and you just keep following them, and eventually they run into... Let me... Let me see who they run into. You know what? They run into the eyeballs, and the eyeballs and the falcons apparently really fucking hate each other for some reason that are like like you don't know if there's some previous beef there or if it's just like both of them are the I'm not here to make friends I'm here to win type but they immediately just start going at each other and it seems like they are both close combatants because like the eyes just fly in really quickly super close into them and start biting them but like the Falcons also just like start ripping at them and there's just this big old fight going on. Okay, well, that's why search efforts halted for the next 10 minutes. Are there any other teams that I can see around that I can start following? I'll say yes. Which one do you want? Okay, are there any species that have eyes on the front of their heads and not the sides? Grays. The grays? It's always the grays. The mudmen? Although the greys have such a big eye-to-head ratio that it, their eyes are sort of in the front and on the sides. Yeah. The little psychic dudes with the in the floating dishes that you were able to communicate oh, with I, earlier. I 10,000% believe that those dudes have like a psychic Wi-Fi. I am not going to try and <laughs> stealth them. Aside from the Falcons, 
the Mun Men. Oh, and also, also the rock guys. The, the, the guys who got really upset that you're pocketing food. Ah, uh, alright. Let's continue to fuck with them, then. Alright, yeah, you find the you find the rock dudes, and with your 12 from earlier, I'm not going to say you're going to have to roll again. And they seem to be just, like, ripping asteroids apart and just throwing them in random directions so that we, when they're done looking inside them because, you know, they don't care. They're made out of rock. If a rock hits another rock, that's just that's just that's just life. That's just life. So, one of the rocks is in. Not that they are knowingly doing it, but they end up throwing one of the asteroids directly towards you. What do you do? Uh, dodge. I dodge. I dodge that thing. All right. Uh, go ahead and. That's technically directly engage a threat. Yeah. Cause, sure. Yeah. I accept. It's an eight. eight. So you, you can choose one. I don't one. get hit. You don't get hit. All right. So yeah, you managed to swap out with another asteroid. And yeah, with the 12, I'm not going to say that you get caught. Because again, I don't want to just comp- make you immediately eat shit with a good roll like that. So then, Nick, you're up. All right. How about we say that I come across the, well, Daft and Punk. (laughs) And we share data on the sectors we have searched. And then immediately afterwards split off into new areas so that we don't waste any time. All right. Sure. Go ahead and roll me provoke someone and you can get that plus one forward from earlier. Yes, that makes a logical sense. That's a 10. All right. So, yeah, they give you information from earlier and they, like, say, don't go over this way. There's nothing there. Don't go over this way. There's nothing there. And in exchange, I tell them uh, where I and my teammates have searched. All right. And there's no conflict whatsoever between them in the Silver Skull. Skeleton, I almost did it because you guys are make me do it. Uh, <laughs> Silver Skeleton goes, you know, technically you fulfilled your obligation. I could go try and take care of them. Indeed. However, for the time being, only one team has to be eliminated from this round. It would be a waste of time and energy to attempt to eliminate one specific team before we manage to achieve success. All right. Your call. So you go to another area that the Daft Punk robots told you not to go to, and you see floating in the distance are the little saucer guys. And they're looking around, and they seem to be searching one asteroid in specific. I throw an asteroid at it. (laughs) Are you trying to... attack them as well, or are you just attacking the asteroid? I'm not being particular about collateral damage, however, I'm not specifically aiming at them. At the moment, my goal is specifically to find the object we are searching for. Everything else is secondary. Alright. So, I'll just say that you just do that, and they look over and they see the asteroid being flung at them, and they move over and they avoid it, and then when you hit it, you see a little gleam of something. I've 
come in with the asteroid. Oh, okay. Like, I have specifically kept the arm that threw it attached to it. Okay. So I had to push several asteroids backwards in order to build up the proper momentum You've and still move with it. You've punched the asteroid with the asteroid, essentially. Yeah, you, you no, I punched several asteroid. asteroids backwards in order to punch one forward. That's how yeah. momentum works in space. Okay. Yeah. So that asteroid starts flying off, and then you can see the gleam of, you know, I'm not going to lie, it's, it is the goodie. It is one of the goodies, and three of the aliens immediately start zooming off towards it to go try and grab it. Silver Skeleton, please attempt to cover me as I go for it. All right. As you start moving, one alien just holds his head in... You can guess agony. Apparently, that one tried going after Silver Skeleton. That was a mistake. <laughs> but the other one is trying to blast you to push you back so that way he can prevent you from getting there. What do you do? Dodge. How do you dodge a psychic attack? He has no brain. Yeah, I'm not psychically active. A telekinesis, not telepathy. Yeah. In that case, I, yeah, I stretch the parts of me that aren't being controlled away from the parts that are. All right. S separate myself into several smaller objects that cannot be all completely controlled. Basically, I'm just making it hard. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers. Seven. You can either mark a condition or you can. I can tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I will mark a condition. All right. So you do that and you get close enough to, that the silver skeleton, these guys, they're only like, even in their saucers, they're only the size of your guys' heads. So, or at least an average human head. I don't know how, how big Nikolai makes his head when he's like this, but a uh, silver skeleton just basically grabs it and just throws him and just lets the momentum carry him on. Well, for reference, I haven't been exactly humanoid since I left that first asteroid. Yeah, I figured as much. All right, so while that is happening, Megalad, what are you doing? Hi. Well, speaking of a waste of time and effort, it's clear that the one team that has to survive besides us is, is my friends, the Cthulhu team. <coughs> my possibly my only friends at this point I'm gonna I, I need to find them and I need to give them I need to let them know what they're looking for because they've been good to me <laughs> huh. I love the fact that like you that oh my god this this is a leap of logic by Gary's even Gary's standards but okay go ahead and roll assess the situation oh no Seven. So, I'm guessing you're going to be like, what here can I use to locate the Cthulhu aliens? Yes. <laughs> okay. You can use your eyeballs, and you look around, well, and you're like... Thanks for making me roll that then, buddy. Well, like, you need to <laughs> you need to fucking be able to locate them, and that's basically what the roll is for. So, like, you float around, and you eventually find a single mass of waving tentacles they seem to have split up as well okay I'm gonna float over to him and look very non-threatening as, okay. as, as I often do 
How close are you looking at him? I we've already established I can look at these guys. Uh no. Every time you look at them for a long time you need to roll take a powerful glow. I'm not gonna look it directly in the face then. It doesn't have a face, but you can avoid looking directly at it, that is fine. Yeah. But the important thing is these things are my friends and I want to protect them. Okay. And I'm gonna sort of look non threatening and I'm just gonna sort of use my um beams I guess to draw an image of a, a diamond about the size of my forearm by making just the beams appear at specific points so I, I make a I make a beam diamond alright and then I sort of mime like looking and then give it a thumbs up okay the interpretive it repeats the miming looking and then waggles a tentacle like it's giving a thumbs up. Yes. Like it's just copying what you're doing in an attempt to communicate. You have the feeling it does not understand. Oh no, how can I make it understand me? What do I roll to become a psychic? <laughs> Unleash your powers? Yes, I've been I've been having <laughs> vision. You're not the Nova anymore. Yeah, but I'm I'm developing my psychic abilities now, because I, I have visions, therefore. Well, that's what the thing. Can... You're not the Nova anymore. Yeah, no, what else can I maybe do? Maybe now you brain? have psychic powers. I may have very unstable or temperate. You know what? You know what? I'm actually going to mark a condition. I want to have psychic powers. Oh, is that a, is that just a thing that you can do? Uh, yeah, on, on a 79, mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable oh, or temporary. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't see you ro- make that roll. Okay, that's why. Yeah, the free All rolls right. there. So, so I want to I want to be able to psychically communicate with things because otherwise this is going to be a boring arc where we can't communicate with things. So there, therefore, I am now tuned in to the psychic network and can communicate with my friend the Cthulhu alien and okay. also my other friends, the Mudman. All right. I guess I am going to mark insecure. All right. Although I feel like doing this clear as insecure anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, actually, yeah. I was gonna say like you have to, you're gonna have to roll take a powerful blow to to like communicate with these things psychically because they're supposed to just be completely like edge of the universe aliens that are beyond comprehension. Oh no! But I I, I said it was going to. Oh okay. I, yeah, but like you marking insecure, just like trying to tap into their brains and being like, oh oh okay, they're a little gross feeling, but fine. Yeah, hopefully I can become accustomed to this. Yeah. But yeah, apparently your um your Nova energy is still going high because you rolled box cars on take a powerful blow. Yeah, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not counting that though. That's just the Namtap energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna count that though, like because okay. I I wasn't gonna because you marking yeah. insecure. It's just like honestly, yeah, that's that kind of actually fits better than making you roll take a powerful blow. The good thing is I can psychically communicate with all things. All right. The cultural differences might be a little bit different, but you're not trying to communicate a cultural thing. You're trying to communicate this, the MacGuffin. So yeah, I am communicate the, communicating the concept that the diamond is what we're looking for and that I mean them no harm. All right. And he will float away harmlessly. Wait, what's he communicate back? Thanks, Nothing. Chomp. Oh. <laughs> Because if he communicated back, I would make you roll take a powerful blow. I'm going to be friends with these guys in the back wall. You see the <laughs> mental image of a thumbs up with a tentacle. You are <laughs> setting yourself up for tragedy. 
look, if there's one thing that I want to be our final encounter, it's definitely got to be these guys. They need to survive to the end. All right. Because they're the most interesting. <laughs> I mean, you have a point. Yeah. And if there's one thing Megalad knows, it's uh, how to make things narratively interesting. Sundog, you're up. You still got two worms on you, but I'm assuming that you've just been, like, bouncing between asteroids uh, and avoiding them while looking for goodies. Yeah. I am going to set up a trap. Okay. So, uh, basically what I want is I want to put a bit of hard light between two asteroids that propel one, like, billiard balls into the other, and, like, when these worms are coming through here, just trigger that and crush worm. A combat Newton's cradle. Yeah, so go sort ahead, of. go ahead and roll me directly engage a threat. No, nope. instead of nope. instead of hmm? this is literally a move. Oh, that I have called dangerous web. I have used it before. Okay. Oh yeah, the trap. When you reveal a trap, you left for someone using your powers. Roll plus your mask label, which is right now freak. Okay, go ahead, roll it. Oh, oh no. no. How did that even happen? That's boxcars. That's well, not boxcars. That's snake eyes. Snake eyes. Fuck yeah. I'm tired. That is the worst possible roll. <laughs> All right. So what happens on a miss? Uh, on a miss, the trap inadvertently leads to a dangerous escalation, which in an asteroid field is. Yeah. 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 All right. So. Oh, no. I've physicsed. <laughs> you physic an awful. Newton, you son of a bitch. You are the most dangerous son of a bitch in space. <laughs> so you knock one asteroid into another. The worms completely avoid it, I'm going to say, on a fucking snake eyes. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. And so the one asteroid slams into another asteroid, which slams into three more asteroids, which sl- it's, just, it's just, it's just, oh no. Oh no. All right, guys, I may have done an oopsie. So... Switch, you're following the rock guys around when all of a sudden, like, thanks to the to the small pocket atmosphere around your head, you hear some crashing going on behind you, and oh no, all of the asteroids are just, just starting to descend on you. What happened? What is going on? What do you That's do? That's not how sound works. Yeah, dude, come on. Why is this the game not scientifically accurate? <laughs> it's comic physics. It's no kind of physics. Look, it's the force that allows me to know the narrator. <laughs> anyway, this wave of just rocks is starting to tumble towards you. Granted, it's starting to, to tumble towards everybody, so... That's a thing that's happening, but it is definitely starting to crash upon you first because you're first on the order. If I may, it's at about this time as well that I have informed the team that we have found one of the goodies and I've provided Switch with XYZ relative coordinates. Yeah, that was actually going to be exactly what I would have asked for. It's just like... Has Nico informed the rest of the team? Have you broken off a bit that I can get at? And apparently the answer is yes. Well, two asteroids have crashed together, so there's flying bits everywhere. So, uh, I'm not there anymore. I'm where Nico is. Okay. Because we have a goodie now. 
All right. I want that goodie. So you swap out with an asteroid that is relatively close, and the cacophony is still descending upon you. Apparently, you guys weren't that far away, but it is still a little bit further away. And uh, the, do the at little... least do I at least take out some of the aliens. Like, can I take <laughs> yeah. out the birds? Yeah, you're going to take fuck these birds. You're taking out some Just of the aliens. Just because it's like them- thematically appropriate, several million stones, like five birds. <laughs> <laughs> so you get there, and then right as you swap out with an asteroid, you hear, Attention, everyone! Team 27 has found the first item. And then right before you start doing something else, you hear, attention everyone, Team 14 has found the second item. Eh, okay, well, time to be on that list. Do I have eyes on the goodie? You do? And, like, the little saucer cup guys, they're, like, flying around and, like, trying to dig it out of the asteroid using little lasers on their saucers. Aw, it's adorable. Yeah, that's adorable. Sucks for them, though, I don't have to dig. (laughs) That diamond is a pretty clear discontinuity. Sorcerer aliens, I hate them so much. I love them. They're great. I hope they manage to find another goodie because I'm taking this one. And just to help you out, I hand you a shard of asteroid that's been floating around. Now I'm trying to figure out what I want you guys when I want this role to be because they would definitely try to prevent you from using your powers. Oh, you know, you know what? They have psychic abilities. They have psychic abilities, and they see you eyeing the goodie, and they're and they they're gonna just basically gonna go no, 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 my shiny. So I need you to roll me. Let's say unleash your powers to try and swap it out before they can brain attack you. I feel like that's more of a directly engage. Actually, yes, you make a good point. Directly engage a threat. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Get crushed. Yep. I'm sorry, little cuties. <laughs> you swap out the diamond for for the little rock asteroid shard that you had, and it's in your hand, and then it glows, and you all are teleported back to your room, and you hear, Attention, everyone! Team 17 has found the item! Good job. We're very proud of them. I fucking hold it in my hand and I stare at it and then I look at the rest of the team. I say, do y'all think I would die if I put this in my mouth? (laughs) I was literally just thinking of biting it. You would only die if you attempted to swallow the item. I think you'd fuck your teeth up if you try to chew. A diamond is unbreakable. Wait, wait. Diamonds are very breakable. What if we inserted it into zero. Diamonds are unscratchable. What if we... Yeah, let's put in zero and see what happens. I give the goodie to the robot. I play along. (laughs) It goes inside you. (laughs) Look, look, look. This may do something. We don't know what it is. It may be a power source. It may make me uncomfortable. It appears to be a carbon matrix, commonly referred to as a diamond. 
It is of an excessive size that implies that it was created artificially. Hang on, we haven't heard from the GM. I mean, you guys don't know yet, it's a, it's a diamond. Excellent, let's just leave it there and see if something happens. Alright. If nothing else, it's a good place to store it. Yeah. Eventually, you guys hear the other team announcements, and you realize that the team that doesn't make it, after hearing all the announcements, is, in fact, Team 4. Most of them died during that uh, fucking asteroid thing. They only had one person who didn't die, and he could not find a goodie by himself. Oh, rip. Sundog, you've killed people. <laughs> They're birds. Well, They're people-sized falcons. I... Mm. We promised not to kill people. Did we? I'm pretty I sure we would have. We... You would have promised not to kill people. You're Spider-Man. It was not intentional. That was mostly physics. <laughs> I didn't do it. Blame physics. Blame Isaac Newton. Deadliest son of a bitch in space. Look, Gary. Gary, I'm going to be extremely real with you here. Us continuing to win is going to get people killed. This is something that we're all just going to have to be okay with. I'm The only thing I'm okay with is Team 23 winning. Are we Team 23? No. No. You're Team 17. What the fuck, Gary? <laughs> I, I have a feeling that the tentacles are going to do what's best for everyone. If we have an opportunity to save the lives of other teams, despite the apparent nature of the rules as they stand, we should take that opportunity. However... Assuming that our hypotheses about this competition are correct as it stands, it is in our best interest to preserve our own lives first and foremost. Strong agree. Hey, Nico, do you remember when you did alien brain surgery on Better Than Ethan? I did not perform alien brain surgery. I performed regular brain surgery upon alien intruders. Yeah. Could you maybe check him out? I say, waggling my finger at Gary. I'm worried he's got some brain worms. <laughs> my brain is perfectly normal. I believe at the moment, the issues are psychological in nature. <laughs> the only thing your brain is perfectly is smooth. Gary's just <laughs> not willing to admit that he's got a fetish. Look, you guys don't understand... And you'll you'll come see that that Team Twenty Three have everyone's safety at their heart. We're all we're all. I don't think they have hearts. Well, whatever <laughs> passes for a heart, they're not they're not so alien that they're going to let everyone die. And I think you know Team <laughs> Team Twenty Three are strong. You know, if if we lose, then I'm just saying Team Twenty Three are the team that'll save the day. Question directed at Silver Skeleton. Yes. Do you know whether or not the host is capable of raising people from the dead? I don't know. He probably is. He's, like I said, basically a god, so it's not beyond the realm of possibility. Depending on mythology, not all gods have the capacity to raise people from the dead. Point... Oh, this is what God needs with a starship. I get it now. In that case, the entity was not exactly a god. 
Regardless, I'm pretty sure that if you use a wish, you could raise someone from the dead, but that would mean not going to your home. What if we wished for some Dragon Balls? You may as well wish for a genie. Would he do that? Can we do that? I think that's under the purview of wishing for more wishes, which, again, atomize you. And yet he would not be the one performing the follow-up wishes. Yeah, I think it's asking him for more wishes. He goes by technicalities and wishing for a genie or for dragon balls, whatever the hell those are, which means you would essentially get more wishes, which would go against the nature of the one consistent rule that he has with guarding the wishes. Kalon, please. We both know that Silver Skeleton would know what a dragon ball is. No, he actually does not. This man does not watch anime. Too old for that shit. He's, too, <laughs> he's even more evil than I thought. <laughs> anyway, once all the teams have been announced, you hear, Congratulations, winners! You are now able to freely roam about the casino portion of my ship, The Showstopper. And the doors open up, and it leads to a different room than what you were led to before. Before it was like a buffet hall, and now it is just a giant space casino, and there's all sorts of weird alien gambling as well as normal gambling. Apparently he does not care that you guys are mostly minors. Is there food? Who's gonna arrest him? (laughs) Space God Cop. No, literally nobody will arrest him. Trelane's mother. (laughs) What do I roll to play blackjack? Uh, you you said you use cards for that, not dice. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid that in this system we can only play craps. <laughs> I'm serious, Kayla. I so know. Am I. I'm going to play blackjack. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to think. Are we provided any complimentary tokens? Actually, I think this. Um, I think roll twenty does have a built-in deck of cards. It does. <laughs> Let's fucking do this. And in order to get your t- complimentary tokens, you have to turn in your goodie. Guys, I don't want to play blackjack anymore. I'll wait back. <laughs> we need to see what this diamond does. You put it in water, it turns into a big dog. <laughs> I will. Before handing it over, I will inquire as to what the complimentary tokens are good for if we win a sufficient number of them. Uh, hmm. Oh, Colin, okay. did you really set up a gambling hall and not think of prizes? I, I immediately <laughs> thought of one. I immediately thought of one, and it is advantages in upcoming games. That is what the diamond does. Okay, well... If there's one thing I'm really lucky at, it's not dice, it's cards. So I'm pretty sure I can beat Kalon at Blackjack. Okay, hold on. Let me fucking find out how to get a deck of cards in here. I don't remember. (laughs) Whole ass game of Blackjack on this day. Here we are. Here we are. August 1st. Shuffle. Shuffle the deck. Yes. Okay. So deal. It's one. It's two cards to. Yeah, you start with two. And to Nam Tab and to me. Okay, I hope that's my card, not Bobbin's. Wait, why did Bobbin get one? I'm I'm playing Blackjack too. Yeah, Bobbin's dealing in. Okay. I got a 19. I'm staying. Okay, dealer, hit me. I have. Yeah, you need to give me more. I want another. 
Oh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, I think you can draw your own cards. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't. I can't see what you've got. Is the thing. Yeah. Hover over the deck. Click the draw button. I'll, I mean, uh, uh, apes in as well, apparently. Uh, are we playing aces high or low? Uh, ace is usually. Yeah, ace is a wild in blackjack. Okay. Ace is one or eleven. All right. So hold on. I need to. I need to draw a card because. Uh, no, no, no. You, each player takes it in turn. No, I, I need to draw a card. I need to draw a card as the dealer because the dealer has to keep drawing it if, as long as uh, they aren't beating someone. Shit, I went bust. Yeah, until you hit 17, I think. It's 21. 21 Over 21 is bust. I know over 21 no, is bust. I mean, bust, the dealer is obligated to do, stop how exactly at 17. How do you uh, just draw? You literally just click draw and then ask it how many cards and then you press one. It, I don't have draw on my thing. Okay, guys, I'm bust. Okay, so hold on. Hold on, what is... I forget what a queen is. I guess I'll just like deal ten. one card to me. Ten, okay. Every face card is ten. Okay, so... Uh, da, 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 uh, one more. Let's see. Not bust. Nine plus, nine plus three is... Twelve. I'm 17, plus six is nineteen. So I'm nineteen. Well, you've got a five-card trick, Ape. What? I got three, ace, ace, queen, two. Yeah, you can only be beat by blackjack now. And I don't have a blackjack, so congratulations. I have hey. a 19, so I drew. I drew. Match. Eight. Well, eight wins. Yeah. Give me my chips. Yeah, you're going to get handed chips. Can which you see what other players have? No. I cannot, no. Oh. Huh. Oh, that could... seems like an oversight. There, we can just play them out on the Oh, okay. On the table. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. The last, card, last card I drew was that 10. Yeah, so I, I had a... 19 so i had to stop or 18 so i had to stop the most compelling content <laughs> <laughs> all right so gary went manages to win the team one advantage in the next game which i will think of between sessions in your face i won apparently so while all this ridiculousness is going what is switch doing well, number one like i said got a case of the hungress Yes, uh, there are complimentary finger foods. And then if you ask nicely enough, you can be teleported to the buffet room and get burgers. Oh, Switch needs permission to teleport. Ooh. <laughs> what if Switch had bothered to keep hold of that burger I gave them? Yes, that thing I definitely had a choice about. The host ate it. The host was very inconsiderate. <laughs> so aside from getting some food... Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know if you know me, but I kind of don't do shit like this, honestly. Yeah, I figured as much. And it sort of seems to me like if there's anyone in the world that I'm going to do a little bit of casino crime with, it's going to be the other literal criminal on our team. <laughs> okay. So I'm with him trying to, like, scout some suckers we can roll over. Okay, who would be the biggest suckers out of the remaining teams? The tentacle people, of course. <laughs> no, no, the look, look, you shut the fuck up. The tentacle people are the smartest. Uh, I feel like the Texans would just eat the cards. You could probably win against them pretty easily. I'm going <laughs> to say the Mudmen, because their brains are kind of mush. Yeah, I figured. Ha! Ah, all right. Yeah. So, Silver Skeleton asks you. So, what's the plan? 
Well, there's lots of ways we can do this. We can count cards. I can fuck with theirs. They probably can't bluff to save their lives. There's 52 cards. <laughs> Actually, that is the thing that uh, Nikolai would also be extremely good at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. You you played blackjack with us, apparently. Well, if luck was not on my side, then a draw would probably be the best um, result. I mean, counting cards does not prevent luck from happening. Yeah. So I'm essentially asking you, how do you want to do this? And then I will determine things to roll based on that. I mean, I'm going to wait until the mud men get comfortable at a table. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you can't cheat at slots or whatever, at least without being somebody like Nikolai. <laughs> Maybe next round. So I'm going to wait for them to get comfortable at a table, and then I'll just sidle up to them, play against them. Alright. Probably just going to wait until they're playing something where I'm betting directly against them, like poker. All right. So you are met with one of those. It sort of looks like one of the droids from Star Wars, who's just a big cylinder with a lot of arms. And it's speaking in like two different languages at once because it's speaking in both Mudmen and English. And uh, it explains the rules of this completely alien gambling game that you are participating in that I did not think of the rules to because it's, it's like completely an alien gambling game called yeah. Bloker. <laughs> 52 card makeout. <laughs> oh no. Golf. Completely unrelated to this earth sport. So go ahead and roll me plus superior at a plus one because you did specify which ones look like the biggest suckers, and I did specify that the mudmen have much brains. Thank you for that plus one. That gives me a 10. Alright. You managed to cheat without being caught and you win the team another advantage that you can turn in later at any point in the game. Bitch. Silver Skeleton and I just spend an hour rolling these suckers. <laughs> Turns out he's pretty good at gambling legitimately, but also very good when it comes to cheating as well. So, Ape managed to earn everybody one and Cat managed to earn everybody one. Is there anything else that Gary or Nikolai would like to do in order to try and earn advantages for the team? What if I played Blackjack again? No. I'm not going through that again. Use your prophecy powers to win at slots. Every time I use my prophecy powers, it brings Megalad Prime one step closer to fun. Oh, well, I guess we'll just die in the heart of a sun then. Uh, fine, I'll use... I'll go to the roulette table. Okay, yeah. I mean, there you go. I mean, I, you don't actually you... have to do what I'm just being... In the most petty use of my vision power possible, what number <laughs> is coming up next? <laughs> <laughs> you just keep pulling the thing because you know that the sevens are eventually going to come up. And wouldn't you know it, the uh, alien equivalent no, no, of... I'm specifically using dark visions and I'm putting all my money on whatever sim on whatever number is coming up next. That's, no, slots, that's... you're thinking of roulette. Yeah, I'm, think I'm saying roulette. 
Oh, yeah, you oh, went okay. to the roulette table. You oh, said I, so. I specifically have been saying roulette, and I'm saying I I am putting all of my money on. I'm using one mark of the doom tracker because eight really wanted me to do this. <laughs> you want advantages or no? I'm going to get all the advantages. Think of how much money you get of putting everything we have on the exact number that's going to come up next. It's a lot. Here we go. Caleb, all right. what number is coming up next? That's the honest question. <laughs> green 11. Yeah, it's green in this casino. Then that's what we're betting on. All right. And wouldn't you know it, it's green 11. And... Hooray, I've won all of the advantages. And you know what? Originally, I was going to have like the casino people come up to be to us and like you're gonna have to come with us because you're obviously cheating because you obviously knew what was going on, so that's why you put all your money on it. But you spit. But if it's adding to the doom track, I would I will love allow it. to see how someone cheats at roulette. Like, explain that. Pin that on me, motherfucker. Superheroes exist and they can see into the future sometimes. Well, then don't allow them in your casino, <laughs> dickwad! I would only know about my Nova powers, because the Doomed stuff is new. Yeah, and more to the point, he's only doing it once. Yeah, yeah. I have won so much money right now. I am space rich. Okay. Yeah, and that is the equivalent of one advantage. But we just spent all of our space money to get that. Yeah. But I want so much space money back. You can gamble more with the excess space money I won. No, I'm going to go get a plush stuffed animal. There was <laughs> one thing I wanted to do, mm -hmm. which is analyze this space in order to gain clues about our location. Okay. Go ahead and roll me assess the situation, I guess. Can do. Bobbin wants to use his nanites to transform into his very own space casino. So, seven, you can ask one. What here can I use to sneak around this station undetected? Completely undetected is probably going to be impossible because, of course, the host probably knows where all of you are at all times. But, you know, he might find it funny enough to let you sneak around that he'll just allow it. But aside from that, there is a ventilation shaft for people who need to breathe air and it's reasonably sized, like normal ventilation shaft sized. But here's the thing. That doesn't really apply to you. You can just choose whatever form you want. Yeah. And for now, at least, I am going to break off like a pea-sized piece of myself and send it floating inconspicuously up into the shaft to start and map out the station. All right. So, yeah, I will say that you get a map of the ship. So... Congratulations, you have that. And it's it's weird because like your room, your rooms are basically in these little pods over here on the picture. And the casino bit is like way over here. So you're assuming that it there's some fucking like host shit going on with his powers that he just, you know, made your doors open up into the casino bit. That, or simply put, the pods are movable. Eh, you get the feeling that a cosmic-powered super being is going to flex a little bit. Hmm. Well, I'll think of something to do with this information next time. Yes.
So, let's go with the end of session stuff. Gary, did you grow closer, grow into your own image, or grow further away from the team? I have grown into my own image of a guy who can telepathically communicate with anyone, and that's that's a good image. I All like right, that image. so go ahead and shift the label up and another down. Mundane down, savior up. And I'm guessing what with all the stuff that is going on right now you did not make any progress towards preventing your doom oh no I need to figure out what that means um, I think that means you add another to your doom track I probably do yeah um, yeah yeah I found it it's the, I mark another oh my doom track's full uh, so that clears and I take another doom sign I have taken burning bright mark your doom track to ignore one of the GM's stated requirements when you call upon the resources of your sanctuary. Fuck you, Colin. This communist mayor is not going to be a lesser version. Dead. You didn't get to choose that before I gave the thing, so it has to be during. <laughs> it doesn't say that at all. It doesn't? When you no. call upon the resources of your sanctuary. Oh, we, when we you... technically haven't done yet because we got teleported away. Okay. Anyway, switch. Which of those three... Or none. Well, I did kind of team up with a known criminal to cheat at cards for an extended period and did well at it. So is that growing into your own image of yourself, Cat? Yep. Okay. And did you fulfill any of your drives? Nope. All right. Zero. Grow closer, grow into your own image, or grow further away from the team? I would say that I have been following my own vision of myself. Okay. And your lessons, did any of those trigger? Let's see. I have been keeping the big picture in mind. Okay. Did that cause any collateral damage? Not from the lesson, I don't think. Okay. So that's just two label shifts for me. All right. And then finally, Felix. You know, ever since Felix was a young boy, he's dreamed about crushing some gigantic birds with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, grow into your own image of yourself again. Cool. No. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm fucking... I'm joking, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I really did anything of note. Okay, then that's that's fair. Um, unless you want to count, take down a threat all on your own as just fucking accidentally wrecking these poor bird people. Yeah. So if you if that's one of your drives, then go ahead and you can mark that. Alright. It's a very <laughs> specific drive, but... A lot of them are. Yeah. I mean, technically, they were a threat and my actions did kind of destroy them. <laughs> yeah. One day I'm gonna kiss the silver skeleton. Alright, well then. That's it, everybody. Next time, I'm gonna do more than one team at a time because I am not going to make these guys do one team at a time every time. That's just, that would take entirely too long. It'd be good to have Megalite Prime just pop up in the middle of this arc, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, let's all settle in for a 10 session arc. Let's see, actually, make the two god beings fight. Well, I mean, they'll fight. I'm pretty sure they'll fight at some point. Eh. It's like, I want to destroy this reality. I I like having my own weird TV show, so no. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. <laughs>